Two drinks in a mile. Cheese. Uh, all right, welcome to a special episode of Two Drink Cinema. Hello, Brett. How are you? Oh, hello, Lee. I'm, I'm tired. Oh, it's a lot of work. Oscar's day is a long day. Before we I was go, on the red carpet. Ugh. Before we go, in, we have just flown back in from yeah, Hollywood. Just flown back in into the studio after covering the awards. Um, before we go any further, we'd like to thank our mum. Yes, I'd like to thank our mum because that was that what everybody did is today. the theme of the Oscars 2023, as well as diversity. Let's thank Diversity, our mum, and the Carpenters. It they was. were the people that were thanked. <laughs> it was considerably more diverse than the Razzies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's fair because the Razzies, I don't think, were wrong in any uh, <laughs> in any award. Okay. Um, so the Razzies the Oscars. were last Ooh. night. Oscars were today. Uh, our drink for today is just cider. Yay. Cheers. Cheers. Everything, everywhere, all at the Oscars. Yay, let's go. Everything, every Oscar, all at once is except, the name of this episode. <laughs> tell you what. Except best actor. He wasn't except, an actor. Except best song. That's for damn sure. All right. So how are we, how are we doing this? Are we just talking about everything, everywhere, all at once, then talk about All Quiet let's on the Western Front? Let's have a recap Front? of the Razzies. Okay. So the Razzies, um, we did our predictions. All right. So Razzies. My predictions, I got one. My first one was right. Worst screen yep. couple, I predicted that it was Tom Hanks and his latex-laden face, mm-hmm. which was the clip they chose to show when they nominated Elvis at the Oscars for Best Makeup. Best makeup. <laughs> but Tom Hanks oh. and his latex-laden face for Elvis was the winner, which was right. Yes. Uh, I, I think that did, was obvious. And I'm on the record on our TikTok, certainly, as having said you can't give Tom Hanks two Razzies. You are now wrong. that Because he won Worst Supporting Actor. He did. Which, looking at the clips of the movie Elvis that they showed at the Oscars and looking at the clips that they showed in the Razzies video, was 100% correct. He was I, bad. What I didn't get right was Worst Ripoff slash Remake. I predicted it was Blonde. But Disney's Pinocchio, very deliberately, that in say Guillermo del Toro, mm. which was correct because it won Best Animated Feature. Yeah. I think it was even in some of the things I read, it said Disney's Pinocchio brackets, not Guillermo del Toro's version. Yes. The, uh, the Razzies the were Razzies deliberate said. in saying that. So it won Worst Ripoff, which was almost a bit Tom Hanks again. Yep. Well, you could say it's a rip. Is it a remake ripoff of the original or the Guillermo del Toro version? Uh, yeah. When there's the same movie in the same year, they um, the Razzies video, which went for five minutes forty as opposed to three hours forty, mm. uh, they had some quotes from reviews about uh, the movies that won, and for Pinocchio, the quote was basically saying like. Another box checked in Disney's uh, mission to remake them all. Yes. Uh, and it didn't quite work. Well, they are doing a Snow White remake soon coming up as well. Yeah. Well, at least... Oh, jeez. Worst screenplay of the Razzies. I got that right. And that was Blonde. That was Blonde. Good. 
because that were terrible. Yes. Then the big awards for the Razzies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got Worst Supporting Actress. You said Mira Sorvino, didn't you? I did say Mira mm. Sorvino, but it went to uh, Adria Ahona from Morbius. Good pronunciation. That is how you say it. Um, although if you're the announcer uh, you of the Oscars, you have to say Antonio Banderas. Yeah, you can say Selma Hayek and Antonio Banderas. Yeah. So I can either say... Adria Ahona, if I put yep. an accent on. Mm. She was bad in Morbius. Yep. Never heard of her. Yeah. She was very... Uh, a reviewer, and the quote they used in the video was basically, we are being generous in calling it lukewarm. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> She's, it's quite bland. You know when they're in the Razzie ceremony, and they yep. show do they show clips of the acting, or do they show, like, do they read bad reviews? Uh, they do a little clip and a couple of bad reviews. That'd be great. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. And it only goes for five minutes 40. I literally watched it before driving around to watch the Oscars with you. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, worst supporting actor. Where is it? I'm just trying to f- go back and find my list. Worst supporting actor. Got I got that, that right, right, right because I chose Tom Hanks and it was Tom Hanks. I... I- as bad as he you know, was, I do think there's an element of we expect this from Tom Hanks yeah. and we got this. I think Machine Gun Kelly was or worse. Someone like Pete Davidson was yeah. worse. But we have no but expectation. the gap between Tom Davidson is this, Pete Davidson is this, the gap between Tom Hanks was this. Yeah. And that's why he won Worst Supporting Actor. He's a victim of his own brilliance. Brilliance. Worst actress, I predicted Nepo Baby Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. What I didn't know is that the Razzies would award it to themselves. Yes. <laughs> yes. For their stuff up. When you told me that, because you checked that out before I got a chance to check the Razzies out. When you told me that, I thought they'd given it to themselves for not nominating Anna de Armas. Well. But what they did give it to themselves for was for nominating the young girl from Firestarter. Yeah, uh, because they acknowledged that kids shouldn't be held to the same expectations as adult actresses. Yeah, but I still stand by Bryce Dallas Howard being the worst of the four that were nominated. Yeah, but well um, done to the Razzies, as their slogan is "Own your bad." Yeah, and they, they certainly did. Their bad. They certainly did in that category. Yeah, because I was looking up. I I went on the Google yesterday. And just saying, oh, they would have awarded it. And, you know, just the quick summary, it was like this, this, this one. Yep. And it had, you know, in bold if they'd won. And then I got to scroll down to Best Actress and nobody was bolded or whatever. I'm yep. like, well, what have they done here? And so I was like, maybe they haven't done it yet. I've refreshed a couple of hours later. They still haven't done it. And I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. They nominated or they awarded themselves yeah. a Razzie. Which is fair enough, because that's probably not the best decision. Yeah. One award that we didn't do in the predictions was the Redeemer Award. In this category was uh, Val Kilmer for Val. Uh, Someone else. As in redeeming from bad performances. Redeeming from bad. People that have previously won acting Razzies. Right. Coming good. 
Okay. This year, the winner was Colin Farrell Fair because enough. he had previously won for a terrible performance in a movie called Alexander the Great. Yep. And then he has been nominated for most of the major awards this year, including Best Actor at the Oscars. Yep. Uh, and he has come good. But he was also very good, as well as being good in The Banshees of Inner Sharon. He was also very good this year in The Batman. The Batman. Yes. So uh, once I found that out, I was watching Colin Farrell very closely for this entire performance. Do you know why? The entire Oscars ceremony. Do you know why? Because he looked good in his suit? He did look good in his suit, but because last year, the man who won the Redeemer Award was Will Smith. Ah. So I was just wondering... That was... That lasted. ...if uh, the Razzie Redeemer Award might mean some interesting uh, action taking place by Colin Farrell. Spoiler alert. Did not. No. As Jimmy Kimmel continued to remind us... Somebody slapped someone last year. Yeah, yeah, and didn't this year. So well done to Colin Farrell for winning the Razzie Redeemer Award. The other acting awards, best supporting actor I've done. Be- worst actor, I got that right too. That was Jared Leto for Jared Leto for Morbius. Mm-hmm. Two years in a row he's won Razzies, oh, Jared nice. Leto. Uh, last year he won worst supporting actor for Gucci. Did he win Worst Screen Couple last year as well for him and his accent? Um, I think so. I read on the uh, 42nd Razzie's Wikipedia page, which was last year. This year's the 43rd, uh, because I wanted to follow up what Leto had won for last year. And people were criticised, like serious people were criticising the Razzie's because Worst Screen Couple didn't have anyone that was two people a couple. Yeah, people don't understand humour. Yeah, I'm like, you get this whole thing is a joke, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, last year it was him and his accent, worst screen couple. This year it was Hanks and his, it was a thruple. So it's very 2023. Yeah. Very up with, with the, the times. times. Uh, the polyamory between Hanks, his face and, and his, his voice yeah. in uh, that. The, the bigger ones... Worst screenplay. Yeah. I tipped Blonde and I didn't get that right. I did tip Blonde, didn't I? Yes. I think you got that right. Oh, no, I did get that right. Screenplay, worst was Blonde. And we've already talked about that. Yep. So much for us being a very quick, smooth episode. The big two. Director. Worst director. I predicted Andrew Dominic. For Blonde, and I got that wrong. It was Machine Gun Kelly and Mod's son for Good Morning, oh. which I feel like I should watch. Although they only won one. You said something. I said if, it wins, I, if it wins bir- watch Worst it. Picture oh, okay. or a few Razzies, I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah. Right? But if anyone gets on Buy Me A Coffee and slips me $7, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll, and yeah. I'll do a short solo two drink cinema episode on it. Okay. One drink okay. cinema. Yeah. One. Well, no, I'll have... Two, two drinks. drinks. I'll need to to be able to get through the good morning. And then worst picture, I predicted blonde and I was right. Yes. The reviews, one of the reviews that they quoted in their telecast uh, called blonde trauma porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because uh, Yes. Uh, as well as the other things that you know, we'd heard already, misogynistic, uh, sexist. Uh, and just generally terrible representation. Mm. I just can't, like, we joked when we talked about Blondie now, 
preview episode and in other episodes about the fact that they're not her men aren't named. Yeah. Other than the two than... nepo babies. Yeah. That they're they didn't name DiMaggio, they didn't name Miller, and they didn't name the president. Yeah. To the point where on IMDb, Bobby Cannavale is credited as ex-athlete. I don't get it. Like, why not give him a name? I just, well, because they very it... deliberately Marilyn Monroe, Norma Jean Monroe, yeah. Nam- Marilyn Monroe, Norma Jean Baker, Marilyn Monroe. Like, they, they don't shy away from her name. No. And don't shy away from the fact that this is Marilyn Monroe. Well, I suppose it, is that is that in the book? It still begs the question. It's still, why. Well, it's still an odd choice for a book. When they wrote the book, were they still alive? Well, I'm sure Kennedy wasn't. <laughs> no, that's true. But also, like, their estates can sue. I would, but then you can't because it's ex-athlete, not DiMaggio. You know, it's, I'm just glad they didn't do something and call him like John. De Massio or Ralph Marcio or something. You know what I mean? Like yep. make up a name that's almost similar. Archibald Millman. Yeah. Archie Millman. <laughs> this is this is my husband, daddy, husband, yeah. Archie Millman. And this is the president, Robert Kennedy. Oh, no, sorry. That's, <laughs> I, that's someone already. Joe. Oh, it's probably a Joe Kennedy. There's plenty of Kennedys. Frank Joseph oh. Kennedy instead of John... F. Kennedy. Yeah. So, so there's no no big surprises. No, no one interrupted the YouTube video to slap anyone, which is disappointing. Did anybody go? Well, I, I, I only see, when you go to the Razzies website, all they have is that five-minute YouTube video. Maybe they didn't have a ceremony. Yeah, I'm not sure they have ceremony. Yeah, okay. No, I feel like they've done before because um, I feel like Kate... No, what's her name? Halle Berry went... And accepted her. Oh, no, I think we said Razzie, last episode, Sa- yeah. Sandra Bullock went. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, Halle Berry went and accepted her Razzie for Catwoman. Yep. And she took her Oscar with her. <laughs> what a move. Like, I feel I feel that that was a thing. Oh, Speaking of can Halle I te- Berry. Yeah, can I tell you something that Halle Berry's not good at? Other than comic book movies, Catwoman, X-Men, reading a teleprompter. Oh, reading a teleprompter. I... I hmm. For, For the, actors, yeah, so many of them are terrible at reading an auto cue. You know who was best at it? Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, because it just seemed like he made it up and he was just talking shit. I I feel like they none of the actors are, they don't are care. They haven't people. been they haven't been able to get into the the character of who they're meant to yeah, be. They while presenting an Oscar, the time, and then the but also they're actors. They probably don't know who they actually are. Well, they don't know who I had to be when they're just meant to be themselves. Exactly. Except Samuel L. Jackson. That's quite deep. Because he just takes that coolness of being Samuel L. Jackson into mm. every role. Yeah. No matter who it is. Shall we get on to talk about some Oscars yes. awards? Or do you want to talk about the ceremony as a whole? Look, the ceremony as a whole was boring. Bland. Everything, everywhere, all at once, won everything. Yep. Basically. Except for a few, but it won except seven for, awards. Except for a couple that it wasn't nominated in. Yeah, it won seven awards out of eleven nominations. Yep. So what did it, it? It lost one of the best supporting actresses because they're up against each other. Yes. The song. So really, it won seven out score, of a possible ten. 
Really, yeah. It was nominated in 10 categories and it yeah. won seven. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie Hugh, uh, Hugh was less disappointed to lose to Jamie Lee Curtis than Angela Bassett was. She had a face on her. Yeah. She was salty. Even it was it was best director and she was still sitting there being like, fuck, they've done it to me again. Oh, thank God Austin Butler was there to hold her hand. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Would they have met before? Probably at the various True. award shows. Speaking of not met before... You don't need to hug someone you're presenting an award to. Yeah, guy who won for Best International Feature, you don't have to give a bro handshake to Michael B. Jordan. But no, but also Michael B. Jordan, you don't have to hug him. Yeah. Just give him the award and go and collect your millions. Like we said, Kate Hudson. Very professional. Yeah. Just came up. Congratulations. Here's your award. My moment's done. I'm going to go and stand over here. Yeah. Until the very emphatic stage person is pointing me off stage. Yeah, because you're going the wrong way. No, yeah. that way, that way, that very way. Very emphatic. There's a donkey over there. Go that way, please. Yeah, but also this is category number 20 that we've presented tonight and everybody's gone off yeah. stage right. You go off stage right as well. Surely you get a little thing saying if you win. But I suppose in the moment, you're probably not really concentrating. I'd be all over the place. I would have had a heart attack. I would cry. I'd cry Curtis, if you won and if I won. Jamie Lee Curtis was like, when she won, it was just like, showed her and she goes, oh, shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was not expecting to win, even though she had won other she awards. She just won a SAG. Like, yeah. yeah. That that and Best Actress, I think, were the categories that were the most even. Best Supporting Actress was hard to pick. Yeah. Like, any of them except Hong Chow, in my mind, could have won. Um. Well, okay, so in both categories, four out of the five were very even. And and, and Anna de Armas was there. Okay. <laughs> in Best Actress, the three. There were three. No, yeah. Best Michelle Yeoh, was still Kate a two Blanchett, horse race. And Michelle that, Williams wasn't that great in yeah, that okay. either. It was a two horse race. It would have been, we would have been equally happy. Obviously, if Kate won. I think the people... I think Kate was snubbed there. ...would have been happy with Kate Blanchett (laughs) winning, but certainly the crowd. Oh, the crowd from the start. Every time anything, everywhere, all at once was mentioned... Everybody in the everywhere, (laughs) all at once cheered. And so I was just thinking the whole time, I was just like, if they cheer so much for everything, everywhere, all at once, every time... Yeah. And Michelle Yeoh and the movie... Don't win at the end. Yeah, it would it be was... like it would have been a very interesting moment if Kate Blanchett had won Best Actress because it would have been very deserving. Yes, but everyone would have been disappointed. Everybody would have been disappointed all at once. Yeah, it's like when Gwyneth Paltrow won. Everybody was everyone disappointed. was <laughs> rightly disappointed, but Kate Blanchett winning her third Oscar after eight nominations. Yeah, is deserved, but everyone would have been disappointed. Yeah. Very odd. It was getting that way. I was getting a bit concerned after, you know, up to the halfway point. um, Yeah. It had just won supporting actor, supporting actress. Well, there were a couple that all quiet on the Western Front one that we weren't necessarily expecting it to win. Yeah. So it won a few. And then I was like, oh, no. How are we going to go here? And then the end half of the night was basically everything. 
Yes. So everything for everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Shall we go through your predictions? Yeah, sure. Your Let's first predictions were these two. For best original song, you predicted Natu Natu from RRR mm-hmm. by M.M. Kiravani and Chadrabose. Got that one right. Correct. And it was, God, that performance as the was announcer great. said, a complete banger. A complete banger. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and um, the performance was great. I, I do... I already did, but I do more now. Want to watch RRR? I was going to watch it the other day, and then it's over three hours, and I was like, oh, I don't have it in me. I'm sorry. There's been some long movies this year. I did say to you during, speaking of long movies, during the coverage, that I want you, I'm going to make a list of movies I've missed. Yep. And I want you to tell me which I can watch on an iPad. Okay. Because I have the big home theatre set up at home. But I'm about to fly 24 hours to London. All right. So what movies are okay to watch on an iPad? I feel like RRR is a screen movie, not an iPad movie. Yeah. Uh, but I will do that. So you got that one right, best original song. Yeah. Score, you predicted I did score. not get right. Yes. Um, score was won by... Was won by All Quiet on the Western Front. Which I heard the main theme a number of times as it won every one of its awards. Yeah. It's a good theme. It's good. I was just hoping Babylon was different. Yes. You know. Babylon um, was an excellent score. Yeah. But it didn't win it Justin didn't Hurwitz. didn't win anything. Best visual effects, you predicted. Predicted Avatar The Way of Water. And it was? And it was Avatar The Way of Water. Very good. But you could tell. When they show the clips, you're just like, oh, well, like you said, it's like something, there's, it's, there's a different level of effects of creating a whole underwater scene as opposed to just putting stuff in the background on a railway well, station. The two sh- <laughs> the two shots they showed back to back when they were highlighting the movies for best visual effects, there was one that was like a guy standing beneath a bit of a green screen and then they put a tank coming out of that bit of a green screen. Yeah. Then they showed Avatar Way of Water and it was special affecting a whole face from a person into a Navi yep. and special affecting a whole world. There's a bit of a difference between going, shoot here, we're going to pretend there's a tank. Yeah. And here's a complete world that we're going to create. Yeah. You're in an empty room of green. Yeah. This will be a blue I'm getting world. much better. At, do you want me to just bring a tank out of this? Yeah, that'd be great. All right. At this moment, I'll bring a tank out. Look out. Nine! Then I'll, then I'll bring a Navi out. Navi. And it won't get anywhere near what uh, James or Jim Cameron James or Jim. says. That was in an acceptance speech. Uh, best original screenplay. You predicted. I predicted. I, I was. I did pretty well. Predicted. I'm say. You got both of these. I predicted everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. And everything, everywhere, all at once won. And I predicted women talking for best adapted screenplay and it won as well. Well done. Thank you, Lee. You're on a good... Track record so far. I've just got that one wrong. Yeah, which we'll get to very shortly. There's a couple more I might get wrong. Best Supporting Actor. Ah, Kihu Kwan. What a crier. Kihu Kwan. Very emotional. Yeah, everybody. They were all pretty emotional. Yeah. And one thing I noticed about everything, everyone from Everything Everywhere All at Once was how much they thanked each other. Yeah. Everyone does every year. But this seemed genuine. <laughs> well, I think because the way they made it, and it was really like a small cast. Well, I only realised till recently when I read an interview with Stephanie Hsu that it was done in 38 days for $14 yeah. million. Ridiculous. 
um, and won seven Oscars. You know what's going to be hard? For those Daniels to back it up. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm. So I got that one right, supporting actor. Yes. Like me, you got supporting actress wrong. Yeah. The look of disappointment on my face. Well, this isn't as much as what Angela Bassett's was. <laughs> um, Sorry, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Oh, they nearly had a moment where they could have read it out. Oh, how disappointing. Yeah, Ariana DeBose. She could have read it out. Mm. Angela Bassett. Yeah. But, but she didn't win. She didn't win. So Jamie Lee Curtis won that one, which was a bit of a surprise. Uh, and there were more tears. No Nepo baby jokes, but she did mention her parents. She did mention She's done one parents. better than her parents. She has done one better than her parents. <laughs> <sighs> she she mentioned her siblings as well. That was good. As, as Kehu Kwan did. And I read yesterday that uh, he only auditioned for Temple of Doom because his mum took him along to the audition that his brother was doing <laughs> and his brother still likes him apparently yeah um if that was me <laughs> well no oh, i, I said, did a one winning in us he calls me every day to make sure i'm doing okay i reckon the brother's calling every day to be like make sure you're making the most out of this fucking acting career yeah, you no. stole off me <laughs> what auditions have you got coming up yeah i'll take them off you rude best actress Michelle Eo, correctly predicted by myself. Yeah, and she was very good. And correctly predicted by someone that Halle Berry, the last woman of colour to win Best Actress, presented the award to Michelle Yeoh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that just reminds me of a run- another running theme of the night we'll talk about shortly. Best Actor. Wrong. <sighs> Next question. Fucking hell. I will say, look... Brendan Fraser was all right in The Whale. Mm. I didn't like the movie. Was he all right enough he to was win good. despite it? Oh, he was good. Austin Butler was better. Yeah. Austin Colin Butler's, Farrell was better. Was Austin better. Butler's got a long way to go, though. They need to make up for Brendan Fraser for not giving Pity. him an Oscar for George of the Jungle. Pity. Oh, okay. Pity Oscars. Pity. Uh, and they. it is slightly political. The Brendan Fraser one. Yep. So was the documentary one, but we won't get into that. It could have also been a good documentary. It probably was. It was won by a Russian, a Ukraine one. A Ukraine, anti-Russian stuff. Yep. Best director. Best director for the Daniels. You got that Correctly predicted as well. I got sick of seeing them, to be honest. I reckon I reckon they got tired of trying to find different things to say. At the end, when they won Best Picture, yeah. the other go- producer guy the producer. did the speech. Yeah. You don't need to then cut to them. No, because that was me. I'd be like, I've had my I've had my thing. Well, and they've done Continue. two speeches. Yeah, I've done we two don't speeches. Need to hear I don't need to do a third. No. But well done to the Daniels, uh, because they have done a good movie. As is shown by As is shown by it winning our best picture, which as well. you also predicted. Which I predicted. I'm going to watch everything everywhere all at once again. I was saying I wish I'd seen it in a cinema, but I missed it. Or we should look out too to see if it's uh, might still be on at one of the locals. They'll probably put it out again now. Actually, it could be on at the one that's meant to it's show old Carlton. cinemas. It's in the Nova and Carlton. Oh, still, okay. I think. All right. It is now. I think the second or third highest grossing movie ever at the Nova. Everything yeah, everywhere wow. all at once. Obviously, they didn't show Top Gun Maverick. Well, no, just for that, for 
that's sold the most at there. Yeah, yeah, but Top Gun sold the most at every cinema it's ever been at. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or Avatar Way of Water. But I guess you don't go to Cinema Nova to see Avatar Way of Water. You might, but... If I lived on Ligon Street... Actually, no, I wouldn't if I lived on Ligon Street. I'd go to IMAX. Because yeah. it's two blocks away yeah. from Cinema Nova. Uh, but but I wouldn't support local. <laughs> I wouldn't go to IMAX to see... Um, the King's Speech. Or Bantus of Inner Sharon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where did I see Bantus of Inner Sharon? Imagine that in 3D. Brendan Gleeson playing the violin in 3D. Imagine Brendan Gleeson chopping off his finger in 3D. Ooh. And the donkey that featured as part of the... Uh, that telecast. was kind of funny. That was funny. Yeah, so right. I did pretty all right then. Yeah. Um, what else is worth mentioning? All Quiet on the Western all Front. All Quiet on the Western Front won four awards. Everything Everywhere All at Once won seven. So that means that there are a lot of movies that won nothing. Yeah. What? There were a couple that were nominated for a lot. Banshees of Inner Sheeran was nominated was for nominated five. nominated to nine. Nine, right. And didn't win any. Jeez. Tar was nominated for a few, didn't win any. Elvis didn't win any. Uh, Fablemans didn't win any. Maverick, Top Gun Maverick won one. Yeah, won sound. Avatar won special Visual. effects. Whale won makeup as and hairstyling as well for putting a fat suit on someone. Yeah. I don't know about that one. I would have given it to the Batman. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because they do or look Elvis. good. Elvis looks very good. But it would have it's been... it's makeup and hairstyling. So the thing with overall the whole movie... Yep. The, um, you know, the amount of it you have to do as well. I know it's quality over quantity. But... But they did everything well in Elvis, in Elvis. except for Tom Hanks' face. Yeah. But then in The it's Whale, it's just the fat suit. five people in it. Yeah, and the only real makeup is the fat suit. Yeah, and hairstyling—they, they what they brush Sadie Sink's hair. Uh-huh. The costumes was won by Wakanda Forever. Yes, that was good. They are very good costumes. As it won the first Black Panther, the first one won costumes as well. For me, that was between that and everything ever all at once. Yeah, uh, and the costume designer for Wakanda Forever is the first woman of color to win two Oscars. No, first black woman to win two Oscars. For costume. No, I'm pretty sure the headline I read was first black woman to win two Oscars. Sorry, my brain's just ticking over. Viola (laughs) Davis? Nah. Wow. Yeah. Fuck, that's disappointing. Ruth E. Carter made history. The costume designer behind the Black Panther films became the first black woman to win two Oscars. Wow. So the first one... Was probably for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, but she won it for Black Panther, and which was obviously very good. And then she backed it up for Wakanda Forever, which is excellent. Wow! There you go. Um, a couple of disappointing moments. Uh, basically, anything Jimmy Kimmel said. Yes, he was bland. It was just get your hands out of your pockets as well. Yeah. Just like, don't try be our mate. You know what? Awkward moment when he tried to. Uh, involve a Nobel Prize winner mm, in, in a joke a, about Harry Styles. Harry in a skit. Malala was not there for it. Malala, she gave a good response though. You know what? Her ad lib response was better than Jessica Chastain's ad lib response. Yeah, well, she was like, "Crap, I have to take my mask off." Yeah, Chastain, um, not Malala. 
Well, no. So um, the joke, yeah, yeah I'm not going to repeat it, but it was very ordinary. And I, I just don't feel like this crowd interaction stuff, I don't feel like actors are a group generally, dramatic actors specifically, are in on this joking stuff. I think there's people you can do it with in terms of the people you interact with in the audience yeah. and the person doing the interacting. Like Ellen's done it before all right. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, because you probably know you're going to get shouted down backstage if you don't cooperate with yeah, Ellen. right? It's different with Jimmy. Like, people can go into the audience interact funny. Jimmy Kimmel, nut. But uh, even in his opening monologue, it, he would, like, say something to Steven Spielberg about doing a movie with Seth Rogen. And I could, I could see that Spielberg was like, I do not want to work with Seth Rogen. They just did. In well, the Fablemans. But, like... Not in the kind of way I think that Jimmy was like trying to make a joke out of Steven Spielberg making a movie with a stoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Seth Rogen's moving a bit away from that, right? Obviously, with being in the Fablemans, um, and he's directing the a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Who Seth Rogen? Yeah, um, is he actually? And so I think he's moving a bit away from sitting in a room stoned with James Franco and coming up with a movie. But yeah. then Jimmy Kimmel decided that the basis of his joke would be Steven Spielberg gets stoned with Seth Rogen to make a movie. I did then go and say um, the joke that Jimmy Kimmel made about that, well, he was high as a bike. High when as making a bike. ET, yeah, yeah, that was a bit funny, was funny. There was some, just generally as well, the acceptance speeches were just meh. And I don't know. It was just all a bit nothing. Maybe because somebody got slapped last year, it's a bit of a, like... Downwards turn. I think they just wanted to even it out and make it very acceptable and very palatable for everyone. And everybody's happy with everyone that won, except Angela Bassett. Except and then it's Angela Bassett and Brett. And yep, yeah, yeah, that's for, me. For Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Um, there were a few. I thought that Elizabeth Banks presenting that award with the cocaine be- with the bear. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, she had no voice either. Yeah, and it was great. And she nearly tripped over. Paul Dano and Julie Louis-Dreyfus presenting yeah. costumes was great. <laughs> I do like in that one, it was like, Paul Dano can be funny, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I do like that Paul Dano was like, I am up here with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. I know I'm just the foil. You can be the I'm funny. I'm just going to let I'll her say make three words. I'll say enough words that it's not a monologue. Yeah. And I'll make sure those words let you make a joke. And it's funny, it's like the, if the costumes are so good, um, people want to keep them. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then Paul Dano was like, You look great today. I love this dress. She goes, Thank you. This is from National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Uh, oh, she's great. Can she host next year? I'm going to have to watch her Mark Twain comedy, comedy oh, award God, acceptance speech again. <laughs> I'd like to pass my condolences on to the whole Twain family, especially Shania. Oh. Oh. And there's a cardboard cutout of her husband there <laughs> at the awards. Yeah. Okay. Um, do we want to uh, talk about the telecast by our local network? Uh, look, Channel 7, shit ass. Uh, I just like... Also, the other thing that was disappointing was what people were wearing. Yeah, you know I mean, there wasn't anything that was like, oh, wow. Obviously, our meme, you know, that people should hopefully be looking at, Angela Bassett looks like a... A quality street. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's got 
four likes. <laughs> but we're live. It's got a bit of more time to go. All right? And it's hashtag Oscars. There's a lot to go through for people. A lot to go through. But look through the hashtag Oscars and you'll see um, our Angela Bassett meme. It Not was... that we're saying we don't love... The... I liked the dress. I like the dress. It just looks like it a chocolate wrapper. Remind me of a quality street. Um, what I don't like is when the red carpet people are like, oh, he looks amazing and what he's wearing, it's a black tuxedo. Oh, let's see what Miles Teller was wearing. Yeah. It was a black tuxedo. They're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Like fucking, yes, he looks good in a black tuxedo, but it's just a black tuxedo. But also, Miles Teller looks hot in that scene in Top Gun Maverick, right? Yeah. That doesn't automatically mean he looks hot in a tuxedo. Because I don't think he was like, oh, he looks so hot in that tuxedo. He was a bit. He looked good. He looked cute, is what whoever said. No, he said that Christian about Siriano. Um, he looks cute. He said that about the oh, other Paul Mescal. Yeah, who was also wearing a black tuxedo. No, he had a white, but his oh, was, yeah, a, bit, it was a white top with with the what bell bottoms, and then an, oh, he's the ivory jacket. Ivory's nice, but then they could have I shown would... some of the men that didn't wear a boring black tuxedo. Yeah, and like there we were saw some. what's his face, Asian number two from Glee. Harry yeah. Shum Jr. He's yep. wearing some sort of weird jackety thing. And you know what I like? And I say it every year at the Brownlow. Mm. Open the dress code. Yes. Because we every year the red carpet is all about how the wags are dressed. Yeah. Right? For the Brownlow. And we don't talk about the men. And then it becomes this thing of like, this is the highlight on the football calendar for the girlfriends. Yes. Which then becomes a thing of a like thing. all these men are just making sure their girls can look good on the red carpet, which is very reductive. If you opened it up, you could have, and you, you say it has to be a suit and tie. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be a black tuxedo. It doesn't have to be black tie or white tie. Yeah. It has to be a suit, shirt, short shirt, Tie, you have to wear socks, yeah, and dress shoes. Unless you're Quest Love, Chris Love will Crocs. You can wear Crocs. Fucking hell. But Quest Love's not going to the Brownlow. We mixed our awards ceremonies yeah, up there. But people would wear Crocs to the Brownlow. Yes, unless you said no Crocs. So I think, and then it, then it would also give because there are people out there that can design incredible suits. Yeah, it's not just. I wouldn't wear a black suit. To a the black brown suit line. from Peter Jackson. We get forty-five times on the red carpet. Yeah, I wouldn't wear one. No. And if they go, sorry, you're not dressed. I'm like, see you later. Yeah, but it and I but I, and so I think it needs a few players to rock up and push the boundaries a little bit. You know, yeah. like if the Bond rocks up in a not black suit, is the AFL Brendan Gale by that time? Yep. Going to be sorry, Bond, you can't come in. Bond to be like. I'm probably going to come second again this year. Let me in. (laughs) Anyway, that's nothing Uh, to do with the Oscars. Channel 7, we missed at least two segments that we know of. One of which was with Margot Robbie. How dare you? Yeah. The one one of two Australians presenting. Yeah. And you cut her out? Yeah. She was on your network. No, she wasn't. She was on 10 for Neighbours. Maybe that's why. Ooh, there you go. They replaced her with a home and away ad. Well, I don't know if it's then a thing of... So the segments that we missed, from what I could guess, is um, that it was like showing a trailer for a movie. So it's essentially an ad for yeah. the Little Mermaid movie. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't being shown on the ABC. 
So why can't we? Why see can't it? we see it? Channel Seven obviously have to get their ads in because they will have promised, you know, their advertisers x amount of money. It's probably going to be their best rating thing of the month because it's yeah. it's a public holiday too, so a lot more people are home. So they needed to remind us that the chick that broke up with the guy on Home and Away is going to propose to him. Yeah, we have to get reminded there's a new terrible sketch comedy show coming to seven. Yeah, and just text these numbers if you want to vote for Australian Idol. And you need life insurance, calcium tablets, <laughs> magnesium tablets. Because it was daytime TV, so yeah. they assumed old people were watching it. Yeah. But look, overall, the good people won awards... Um, nothing major happened that was exciting. It was all pretty boring. I think the ceremony overall was bland and predictable. I feel like it's the first time for a while I've sat there and thought, wow, this one movie is just dominating. Yeah. Since 1997. Not not quite. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, the last few years, you know, Coda last year won Best Picture, Mm. but it only really won three. Yeah. And then, like, you know, Parasite only won a few, four yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? But then, you know, seven's a lot. We did joke throughout the broadcast and the ceremony that it was very diverse. Yes. But I feel like it was diverse correctly. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, I think we need to give a couple to the Asians. Like, no. Michelle Yeoh and Kehu Kwan were very good yeah. and deserved those awards. And so I think the diversity in presenters yeah. was also appropriate. Yeah. Like Halle Berry um, and the guy that won from CODA, Best Supporting Actress last year. Um, Ariana DeBose. Ariana DeBose. And, the, you know, having the... I think it was like... Selma Hayek and Antonio Banderas. And, like, I was shocked when they said that um, RRR... The yep. Natu Natu song. Yep. Saying that terribly. <laughs> um, was the first movie from an Indian pre- like movie yeah. to be nominated for a song. Yeah, because you think about Slumdog Millionaire's song, but then you remember it was sung by Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. So it's not Indian. <laughs> and the other Pussycat Dolls, none of them are Indian. No. None of them are India. Um, that was some kind of joke word wordplay there, but you know what I mean? Like, and I think there's a good, there was a good mix of things across the night. Yeah. But overall it was just a bit dull. The worst thing was the performance of the song from everything ever all at once. Oh, that was terrible. Stephanie Shu was not bad I reckon singer. it was going to win and then they changed it. Go, fuck, that Indian performance was great. Give it to them. If you're listening to this episode and you haven't watched the ceremony, I don't think you need to watch any of the ceremony except to see how terrible this is. It Look up the awful. song from Every, Every All at Once. I reckon in the whole song, David Burns sang two notes in tune. Stephanie Shu didn't do much better. Uh, but she's not a singer and songwriter like David Byrne is. Um, and I just, it it was terrible. It was awful. And, and like, I was thinking, we, it was like, oh, maybe there's something wrong with the sound. Nope. But then Gaga came out and nailed it. Rihanna R-R-R came out and nailed, nailed it. it. Like, Diane Warren, the, well, the girl that sung with Diane Warren, that song. She sung in tune. She was she in just, tune. She just couldn't understand what the fuck she, she was saying. She just chose not to sing any consonants. And it was probably, it was a deep song about women. Yeah. I couldn't understand what you were saying. 
but give yourself a pole, round of hearts. Sound like um the zombie. What you know? What's that song? Zombie yeah. by the cranberries. They mean sounds like Ted from Pearl Jam. <laughs> yes. All right. Any other comments on Oscars or Razzies for 2023? I'm very happy with the way the Razzies went because Blonde won a number of them. I um, am not surprised with how things went. Even the award you don't agree with. Yeah, I'm not surprised. All Again, right. Whatever. Well, um, and three, a movie that wins three acting awards. Yes. Is a big thing. That's or that's the most anybody's won in a thing. One I nobody's won all four acting awards before. Best live action short. Yeah. No. Best sure. animated short. Was the first ever movie they've made. Yeah, it's all downhill from here, boys. Yeah, everyone's going on about you know first time acting nominations of people that have mm. been around a while. Yeah, these guys just two years ago decided to make a movie. This will be two years. You'll see us at the Oscars. Yeah, they're like, no, you won't. Oh well, we fucking won. All right, that's it. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Two Drink Cinema, reviewing the awards season. Award season done. Done. Back to normal life. Now we season. just uh, wait for the Logies. Oh, yes. <laughs> Cannot wait. Thanks for listening. Make sure you've hit subscribe. Uh, give us a rating and review. Check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash two drink cinema if you want some bonus content. Thank you, Brent. Thanks, Lee. Thank you, Academy. Thank you, Mum. Thank God. you. Thank you to my mother. Uh, Thank and... you to Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> you to John Williams, oldest man. Oh. Didn't get anything. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Two Brothers Entertainment on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we pay our respects and acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and please drink responsibly. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further and access some exclusive content, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash Cinema. As a member, you can gain access to exclusive bonus episodes, access episodes early, buy merch, and contribute to the making of the podcast. The support of our listeners can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Cinema. Cheers.